0: Hopes Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Before going into today's episode, I want to thank all who have listened to this podcast since the beginning, and especially if you joined in or after August 2021. Ever since I began recovery from COVID in August, my brain hasn't functioned fully. It's like having Alzheimer's at times, and at others, like having dyslexia. Sometimes when recording an episode, it's a real chore to moderate my voice, understand the notes, operate the recording program, and remember where I am when I blank out in the middle of it all. Now, this is not a complaint because I'm thankful to be alive and humbled at how fragile life can be. I just want to serve you who listen to the devotions and give you a clear understanding of the scripture so that you are blessed with the promises and power of the word of God. I have experienced these blessings at times and just want to pass them on. Now today's episode is Deliver Me. Key verses, and I want you to listen carefully to the key verses because they are declarations of faith and trust written by King David. Psalm 37:39. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. Psalm 38:22. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. Now, this word salvation in, in the uses here in the Old Testament, are, they mean, it means to rescue. And it's literally or figuratively, it's deliverance and help, safety, salvation, and victory. And it comes from a primitive root word that means freedom from trouble. And so this is what we want to focus on in the episode today. In episode 43, I explained how when I first came to saving faith in God, I woke up. And then after several years struggling to understand the Bible and find a church where the Bible was taught and held in high esteem, I went through a second awakening. And these were spiritual awakenings, similar to when I was diagnosed with being in a trance state during counseling some years ago. Now, this is like a daydream, not trance in the normal sense. And I have to stay focused on the moment to live in the moment. Otherwise, my mind goes off either into the future or some place I'd rather be like the mountains. Now, spiritual awakening is the same in that we have to stay in the moment of living with an awareness of God's presence with us. And the waking up has involved learning about the self-condemnation, hatred, and destructive mentality I lived with. And so now I hope to share with you how God is in the process of delivering me from the practice of these three toxic schemes of Satan. So the devotion focus is being delivered from mental bondage is normally a process. Now, I wish God delivered us the moment we become aware of living a lie. But my experience and those of Christian writers from the past are that God uses the processes of suffering to teach us deep lessons of life lived here on this sin-filled planet we call Earth. And we know Jesus suffered on the cross, but did you know that as a man, having set aside his power and authority as the Son of God, he learned through suffering? Listen to Hebrews 5.8. And though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things he suffered. In obedience here means compliance and submission. So Jesus gave us an example of what we must do at times to go through painful times of processes necessary for us to become free. Often I long for a life free from trouble, pain, stress, loss, and so forth. But in looking back, I see what I gain from having to go through such processes with God. And these processes involve me learning a measure of patience, compassion, Empathy with those going through similar hard times, a willingness to help others, and most of all, a hunger for God's Word in the Bible. And this is just to name a few benefits. At times for me, this meant trusting God's Word when I couldn't see how a particular promise would be fulfilled. Now, here's an example. When going through a divorce after nearly 30 years of marriage, God spoke to my spirit one day and let me know. If I would just trust him, he would restore me. Now, it took several years before I realized the restoration was even taking place. And there was another time when I felt without hope, God again spoke in that quiet voice to my spirit and brought to mind another promise, this one from Joel 2.25. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust. And, you know, a plague of locusts, they don't leave anything behind. It's just like desolation. And so you can see the analogy there. Now, I couldn't see how this would work out at the time, but with time, it did. And I'm restored for the most part now. And the pain of those days is a distant memory. And now I choose to focus on today and not stay stuck in the past of pain and all that I lost. And I can tell you the memories are there but I don't dwell on them. So I want to ask you something. Where are you in all this when it comes to being delivered and brought out of your pain and distress? Now, I don't have a formula, and though there could be one offered through counseling, but however, I can tell you a good starting place is in prayer to God. Ask him for help. Ask him to bring you out of trouble. And if you have to stay a while longer in it, then ask God for the strength to endure. Just try not to lose hope as you wait for rescue. Now, in summary, deliverance or freedom from painful circumstances or people takes time. But also, it takes an intentional action on your part. There are some things that you can do. And I don't believe in the quip, uh, God takes care of those who take care of themselves, or this one, let go and let God. And these, to me, are, are extremes. The balanced practice is to ask God for help. Get informed by studying the process involved in setting boundaries and then get to work. If you wait around for God to do it all, you're likely in for a long wait. Now, there are times when we're on the ropes and emotionally we just we can't get up and do anything. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you're able to do something to help yourself and go to God for help and then get to work. And so the action to consider is take time to write down the people or things causing you so much pain, anger, despair, etc. And beside each one, write ways that may help you, uh, may help rid you of each one, or at least set a boundary with them or it. A good book to help with boundaries is Cloud and Townsend's book, Boundaries, When to Say Yes, How to Say No to Take Control of Your Life. And next week's devotion is to be announced. And I'm still working on the title. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.